This is the Fast Founder Series podcast, where you can get an exclusive glimpse on Africa's fastest growing startup companies. Follow the stories of some of the continent's leading entrepreneurs and founders, brought to you by the Fast Accelerator program from Flatmax in partnership with Microsoft. Today, we sat with the founder and CEO of Kasyber, a company that's making seamless mobility a reality in Africa. You may find Kasyber products and services on marketplace.flatmax.com. My name is Innocent Orikiriza, a Ugandan, uh, and I'm the founder and CEO of Kasyber Technologies. Can you tell us what Kasyber Technologies does? And what's the purpose, what's the motivation for setting up Kasyber Technologies, please? Yes, so our company, Kasyber Technologies, is a digital ticketing service provider for public transport. We build systems for buses, trains, and ferries to handle their ticketing and payment payment processes. Uh, recently, we actually iterated a few other services, which include logistics and business process outsourcing. So we are growing into um, basically a BPO practitioner and an innovation startup. Fantastic. So what's, what, what, I mean, what impressed you? What motivated you to, to set up this company, this fine company from what you described? Personally, I graduated from Beijing and I had a chance to work with multinational companies, including the Chinese, French and Germans. So during my time there, uh, being overseas, I knew I had to do something when I come back to my country, and I knew that had to be in line with technological innovations. So uh, one of the things I did with my initial team was finding out uh, the areas that were still virgin, and we identified public transport. We realized that transport operators lose revenue, 30 to 40 percent, due to the manual ticketing processes, and we assessed and noticed that Africa generally uh, still still has uh, a very informal public transport sector because we are very exposed to uh, the systems abroad and we thought we could do something and it could be a great opportunity to of course increase uh, revenue collections for transporters, ease passenger movement by providing them the tools and uh, the apps that they could use to book tickets online, pay and you know have a better life and have a better trans- transit experience. That's really great. So you set out to solve problems between yes. the transporter and the, the trans, uh, and the transport companies and to ensure increase in revenue and transparency in the process. Fantastic. Would you be able to identify any of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals that your company is addressing? Yes, yes, please. Uh, we are very committed to SDG 8, 9, and 11. And under SD, SDG um, 8, we we are committed to target 8.9. We believe we are contributing to building sustainable mobility solutions that would revolutionize tourism, knowing that Africa, uh, African countries rely on tourism a lot. We know our impact in this sector gradually will uh, bring more uh, will ease the tourism experience and target 8.a we also believe we create more job opportunities for the youth especially in scenarios where youth unemployment is growing rapidly so want to be part of the journey of job creation and of course 
in SDG 9, uh, we, we, we are targeting 9.8 to provide data and then uh, this data would enable authorities, including local governments, and maybe external parties like banks and telcos to make informed decisions in the urban planning development journey. You know, then on of course target 11.2, we think we are going to contribute solutions to allow people access safe and, and sustainable transport systems, which would ultimately result into safer road usage and easing passenger movement. How do you get to know about the fast accelerator program? And how do you feel when you got a notice that you've been accepted into the FAST program? Um, ideally, uh, prior to this program, we are part of a, another program called Gross Africa Accelerator. Uh, we had learned, personally, me as the uh, founder, I had learned that accelerator programs give a lot of what we didn't have as the leadership team. And I was very interested in any major accelerator programs that are going to run at continental level. And this time, we are not immediately accepted. I can tell you my first email from FAST was a rejection. They said you are not part of the selection. I think they said they selected 13% and are not part of that. The next day, after two days, I got an email from Demerara saying cyber was accepted. She even called, send WhatsApp, and the email was, I think they raised the percentage by just 1%. Uh, I, I really don't know, man. I don't know even uh, how I could call this because I was disappointed. And all of a sudden, after a day, I was very excited to see the good news and the follow-up calls. I somehow didn't even believe it, you know. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. Uh, I mean, your story is unique. I am uh, we are that it's one percent the buffer that you guys are out, but I think we didn't disappoint. <laughs> How would you rate your experience with regards to the master classes, the facilitators, and the staff of the first team? What's your general impression about the program? Is this something you were quite excited to have participated in? And how was the experience, please? I definitely recommend all the efforts that were put in this program, especially being the first court. I've seen that a lot was prepared and our team benefited so much. Uh, I had to engage my team. You know, Kasaiba had about four employees who were enjoying the lessons, the master classes, and all the meetings that we've been having. So I used this as a chance to obscure my key staff in areas of business development. Uh, we also had uh, AI. AI integration, we put in our developers in there, my CTO himself. And it has been such a good journey that the entire company benefited. Uh, unlike where the other accelerator program they just select a founder, the model of delivery for this program being online actually enabled us to gain more and uh, allowed us to invite uh, more uh, staff. I can say really it is the first online, pure online accelerator program that I could say was successfully implemented. And I would recommend that you guys uh, for cohort two, maybe you could even have um, a live meeting uh, somewhere in the middle or at the end, you know, for us to know each other in person, see each other, know who is there, who is somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So would you say that the first accelerator program has helped your business move forward? Yeah, actually for the traction in terms of the brand and your your your, your progress as a company. 
Yeah, it has been a major milestone for 2022. Yeah, uh, you know, the attachment to Microsoft, companies like Frapmax, it has been one of our uh, key partnerships which we rely on uh, as we move out of our local setup. We are now actually well versed with the knowledge scale, scale beyond Uganda. We know we can scale across Africa and We've been lucky during the same setup. I mean, during the same timelines, we managed to have a US partner. We are no longer saying we are scaling around Africa or across Africa. We actually, uh, if we have the chance, we're even going to scale global. And you have all the necessary knowledge and tools to guide us to do that. That's because of the extra efforts put in by facilitators in guiding our, uh, our leadership team as well as staff. Okay, that's great. We will now go a bit deeper, a little, and we'll be asking, uh, what's your experience of running your solution of Microsoft Azure Cloud? Aside of just Azure Cloud, I have to let you know that we got more than Azure Cloud. We have access to the Founders Hub. Uh, we have access to Fantastic. Microsoft 365, Teams, uh, Power BI. Fantastic. So, yeah, we've been able to have those enterprise grade tools. Actually, we grade ourselves as a big corporation because those big corporations, even our partners, use the same tools. Uh, immediately, we got the access. The first move we did was to move our email system into Outlook, connect our employees on Teams to enable collaboration. And right now, I can tell you, we can't be going back. We have to be, you know, going forward. higher going forward trying to match the standards of companies like Johnson & Johnson, companies like Microsoft itself, especially Fantastic. in terms of collaboration. Yeah, so for Azure Cloud, we definitely had to first learn the platform. It was new to us. We've been working a lot with Amazon since our inception. So it, it was a new environment. We've spent more time on learning it, understanding it. And our hope is we could build a hybrid cloud to make sure that our systems can run more reliably and we build more resilient network systems. Yeah, and at the moment, we also had um, an advantage to set up test, testing servers yeah, where we are running a bit of our system at mini level, make sure that if we decide to move a few primary things, then we don't have service disruption uh, for our clients. Yeah, it's a very interesting experience. It has been in a short time, but you've done a lot with it. Wow, we're, we're quite happy to, to hear this. And we're mm -hmm. so excited that uh, your digital transformation and change management has been seamless yeah. using the Microsoft solution, Azure, uh, funders of, and the rest of them you mentioned. And we're glad to do more for you. Thank you. We're really glad to do more for you. I mean, we, we've had a great time, and I'm, I'm quite happy to know that uh, the FAST program has been of so much help. Uh, are you able to leverage artificial intelligence in your solution? And now, has the Flatmax technical team supported with you on the AI solution? Uh, actually, uh, the Flatmax team was working with us to highlight the use case. We had almost five use cases. We didn't know which one we could uh, work. We didn't know the priority anyway. But the Frapmax team came in and guided us to select the two priority use case. 
uh, where we went for uh, mapping powered by AI and also went for ticket counterfeit check uh, powered by AI. We will be diving deeper with the Microsoft attached intern to make sure that we can implement these things and improve our products for our end users. That's really great. I mean, we, we are glad to know that this much has changed. What are your key takeaways from the program? And, and advice to funders, you know, and maybe advice to Fast and Microsoft. So let's take it this way. What are your key takeaways from the program? Personally, I noticed being attached to big partners means a lot in terms of brand awareness, brand growth. It really means a lot. We didn't have such a big traction uh, ever since uh, until when we got this uh, partnership. We, yes, we've had attachment to previous um, accelerator programs. We, we've gained some uh, traction because of attachment to former uh, programs like Smart Cities Innovation Support Program, GIZ, Amazon. But then when Microsoft came in, uh, it became a boost. Yeah, when you see our activity, online activity, when you see our use, user uh, user site visits, you can see that immediately we had that press release, we really had a jump of people trying to know us, following us, and it has been interesting. Uh, that's um, on me and my company's growth, uh, but my recommendations uh, on this would be if you're an entrepreneur and you really have a chance to have a partner, have the time, uh, make sure you involve your team so that your team knows what's going on and uh, if the team is adventurous, they will actually find out what more they can even gain uh, from that program. Yeah, we've been keen that all our people who have been involved in the program would write reports and would propose ideas that could also be shared uh, between fair entrepreneurs and we come and iterate, see what's working, what's not working. We optimize a few things uh, within our company based on what they learned and yeah. Do you have any word of advice for the fast and flat match team? As I said from the beginning, I recommend you guys for the work done, well done, coordination, perfectly executed, even uh, amidst the challenges of time zone and different culture and different types of businesses that operate. The content selection uh, was great. It cut across, everyone would definitely find it useful. Yeah, for the first. Uh, accelerator and I mean the program organizer and Frapmax in general. I would say your employees really rock. Uh, they they were there. They were there for us and they're always there. Would you have anything to say to Microsoft too? Uh, do you think what Microsoft is doing is a game changer in Africa? Very, very, like to very, very disruptive. It's a big game. You know, we know, we all know Africa, really. We, we should be the next big thing. And companies like Microsoft coming in, giving the support up to this level, it is something we, we, that is underrated. Yeah. They notice that here in Uganda, in Kampala, there is a transport tech startup that needs such help. Yeah, that, that, that is like a miracle. Because we they we are not there they were not they were not here when we were starting our companies they didn't know our problems but now they are thinking and they are putting us into their uh, big picture 
we appreciate so much. We appreciate Microsoft uh, for aligning all these resources, putting in extra support in terms of technical engagement with us. And we look forward now to engaging with Microsoft local partners to see how we can fit in even be closer within the ecosystem and contribute to mutual growth, have win-win uh, relationships, and of course, uh, develop more strategic partnerships for years to come. So how long has the Kasaiba brand been in existence? How long How long ago did you establish Kasaiba? We incorporated our business in 2014, sorry, uh, in 2016. In 2014, I was having the ideas, prototyping, you know, just ideas, but formally in 2016, we launched our, our company, we registered everything. We started working okay. on product. In 20, by 2019, Jan, we had version one and we were lucky to go into the market and got initial customers who wanted to test it. We started testing and got our first contract in March 2019. So we've been around. Unfortunately, at our hype in the end of 2019, where we were trying to, to you know, spread the gospel and people are very interested. COVID came in and disrupted public transport uh, systems. Yeah, so our customers were not in business anymore for some good time, especially because of the suspension uh, and the lockdowns, you know, all that. But lucky enough, everything is close to back. Uh, we, we have our customers back in, in operations and we are going back to them, uh, reproposing, uh, and again, we COVID highlighted that we have to go electronic a bit. We have to digitize. We have to go cashless. So now they are even seeing extra benefits in using systems like a cyber. And we think if the conditions in the market keep this very uh, promising, we'll we'll make it there. Would you be able to tell us your core services and products? Just a brief of your services and products. Yes. So our primary product is an electronic ticketing system that is used for payment, payment uh, for public transport. It works for buses, trains, and ferries. But on aside, uh, our company has been around and attained licenses uh, for providing extra ICT services, including software development and ICT consultancy in general. Yeah, we, we've also been open to partnerships. Our brand has been uh, trusted uh, to an extent that now we are looking into business process outsourcing. We are lucky that uh, just four months ago, uh, an American firm called Vignetic patterned us to deliver services for them. And these are recruiting services. We provide technical headhunting services to American clients. At the moment, um, we've also tested logistics for SMEs. We provide small, medium companies with logistic support. We can pick your package and put it, okay, take it through our transport partners to where you want it to be, as long as it is within Uganda. We will be looking into these business models much deeper to make sure that we take on the ones that are going to scale our business faster and create bigger impact. Is there any major breakthrough deals that's occurred to you, has happened to you since you launched or to establish Kasaiba that you would like us to know? Any major announcements uh, that has been a game changer for you in Kasaiba? Uh, I mean, yeah, yes, we would like to know your growth in this area. Yes, uh, so to date, uh, since uh, 2019, when we started 
using our system on partners uh, fleet. We've processed more than 10 million tickets <clears throat> by value. These are uh, equal to transaction value of 54 million USD to us. We are charging 0. Uh, we are charging 0.5%. As a company, we've gained back uh, 100,000 USD. Uh, to us, this is good traction to keep us uh, to keep us very motivated and keep us investing in more. Uh, we we think with this kind of proof, especially even when COVID was here, where we could not, you know, have uh, more passengers traveling. With this kind of proof, it shows that the e-ticketing system we provide has a future. Yeah, that's one of the key milestones. Then on the other side, uh, we've been lucky to have international partners who have boosted our technological setup, technical assistance, and processes. Yeah, that, that is including Microsoft and Bigenetic. Yeah, to date, we have grown our staff over a period of six months. We've grown our staff from eight to 23. Yeah, it's um, actually a scary growth, we, but, but we are learning how to manage it, and we feel excited about what is coming with everything with the new stuff, the big numbers, and this kind of growth. Thank you for sharing that with us. And we are very motivated and excited to hear your journey. Uh, you've also displayed a lot of dynamism in your yes. approach. Uh, that is the way we should run. That is the Especially way to win. That is the way to become a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you. With everything happening all over Africa, all over the world, uh, the, the, the rate of inflation and all that. That's fantastic growth we've recorded. I mean, that means you're doing more and more, more to come. Yes. OK, so going forward, how will you rate the startup ecosystem uh, space in your country, in Africa? And what challenges do you think are, you know, peculiar or, or notable that you would like to tell us about? Yeah, the landscape of startup Ecosystem here is very grow, uh, it's growing. Uh, the challenge, the biggest one is tech adoption. We need a lot of efforts to teach our end users how to use our tech solutions. And we need a lot of efforts to simplify these solutions for the end users who are not very educated. Yeah, of course, we also have to deal with the issues of raw connectivity, poor connectivity. Trust me, Kasaiba is one of the companies that already looking out for Elon Musk and SpaceX to see how we can improve connectivity because we faced the challenge ourselves to the extent that we had to build an offline version of our solution so that if the buses go up country where the network is poor, our system keeps working. So I, I point out those two challenges. Uh, the level of tech adoption being very low and the connectivity being poor in some areas or not being stable. We think our governments have a good digital agenda, uh, but sometimes startups, we need to grow faster. We can't wait for the agenda to be implemented because there's normally long term. And uh, you, if you rely on long term plans of the government, you may fall short of your delivery bus. So are you leveraging your I mean, motivation, mentor networks, professional networks to address some of these challenges you've identified? Yes, we are part of the association for ICT Association of Uganda. Uh, our association's mandate is to also contribute to uh, 
the policy planning and all that uh, to gather more information and feed a few data sets to our uh, decision makers. So we're always very active uh, in the BPO Association. Uh, the BPO Association is uh, one of those uh, very um, unique entities in Uganda which contribute to the policy planning and scoping out the BPO opportunities for Uganda as a country. So Kasaiba being a member of those two key associations, we, we feel our contribution is uh, very direct. Yeah, very direct because we engage in the meetings. We use our use case, show them what is working and what could probably work better and share what we failed. Yeah, so this kind of sharing from real practical experience really guides the decision makers uh, uh, in, in in a proper way, I can say. I've had a great time with you, mm. and I'm quite motivated, <laughs> and I'm sure the audience too will be motivated by your story, by your passion, and by solving problems all over Africa, starting with Uganda. And we see Kasaiba going places. The journey has started, and we can only <laughs> wish pray for more. Definitely. So where do you see Kasaiba in three, five years? Of course, we want to see you making billions, launching on, you know, IPO, having the greatest house of Africa. Maybe if you want, buying a lot of Porsche and Ferrari, you know. <laughs> but I think most importantly, adding value to people. Mm -hmm. so where do you see the cyber in three years? So first of all, let me clarify. I'm uh, a minimalist. My life is simple. I don't even think I've ever dreamt of the Ferrari. I have my favorite cars, but they're different. They're not in that class. Yeah, but we think in three to five years, we should be a profit-making company that invigorates equity to everyone who has supported us, including our uh, shareholders, partners, and end users of our product. We should be able to provide a product that is very cost-effective, that I don't feel the cost at all but works and is always available. We should be able in three to five years to cross uh, the border, cross East Africa, be in countries like Senegal, uh, be there deeper, Mali, providing our services. So I think that would not just happen <clears throat> without partners. So we are focusing on onboarding strategic partners who will take lead and guide us in scaling to that level. You may find Kasyber products and services on marketplace.flatmax.com. You can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube to view the full Fast Founder series episodes. Mm -hmm.